Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And welcome to Spouse Tales. Because you can't make this stuff up. No way, no way. So, Kathy, we have had um, a couple of good days, had some great interviews with some folks. And um, last night as we were talking, we realized that when we were together before, we were going to talk about interview do's and don'ts. And we had not done that. And we feel like that's a great way to end up the year. Yes, I agree. Um, You know, a lot of people as the year starts are looking to add to their team, um, preparing for the new year. So I think this is a great time to get this information out there and hopefully help help them make it a little easier. Right. Well, and one of the things we know is we, we talked about um, why we started this and you know the gal that I'd heard at NSA and kind of what she did and what we're finding is that a lot of our listeners are not just dental spouses right they're dentists right. they are office managers and interestingly it's other people in the industry so for instance it's people who have products or services they you know want to sell or provide for a dental practice so in keeping with that, this is a great one for anybody. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I even have people in my community that have said to me, I've listened to your podcast. It's right. amazing. Right. And they have nothing to do with dentistry. That's right. right. So it's it, information we can all use. It really is. And, you know, one of the things that I think about is when we talk about research, um, we'll just, we'll, we'll jump in and let's go do this. So when we, when we say research, what we think about, like, as far as interview do's and don'ts is we want to do some research on this person. It's like my instinct is, oh, well, the resume says they worked for Dr. Wonderful and I know Dr. Wonderful. So they, you know, that's a great sign. I don't even need to call. Right. And you're going like, "Mm, no, do the research. I mean, we've, we've all done that just because somebody says they've been in dentistry 20 years and they've worked for some stellar practitioners. You see them on their resume. They're not there now. And that, that could be a sign, right? (laughs) There's a reason why they're not there right now. Well, and I think about like the research thing goes both ways. So, you know, when we talk about doing research, you know, we, we tell them, well, you know, we received your resume. I'd like to schedule an interview. How ha, have you done research on us? How far along in your research are you? Same, it's one of the same questions we use when we're interviewing or onboarding a new patient. We say, how far along in your research are you on uh, implants or on this type of treatment, whatever they're asking about, or looking for a new dentist or whatever. But I think about when we talk about research, saying to them, you know, how much research have you done on on our practice? Well, I just I just saw the ad or I just saw, you know, your thing on Dental Post or Indeed or wherever you put it. And for me, that's always tough because I want them to want to find the right place to be as much as we want to find the right person for us. So what I would say is, you know, as far as one of the takeaways is understanding about having them, you know, like, I'm going to share with you what we mean when we mean research. Like if you were interviewing with us, I'd say, Kathy, I want to share what I mean when I say how far along your research are you? Because what I'm going to share with you is exactly what we want you to keep in mind when you're actually talking to a new patient in our practice on the phone in the future. It, you know, and it isn't just about the paycheck. So I want them come prepared to ask us questions. I want them to dig deep 
and find out who we are, what we believe, because we're not for everybody and everybody's not for us. Right. And I and I think now that people are savvy to interviewing, we were talking about this earlier, you know, there are different things they can go watch and they get really good at an interview. And I know you're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but with back to researches, one of the things we've learned is, and I've instructed or or shared with the ladies that, that start that initial process is, you know, Allie or Ashley will talk about research and how far along are on your research on our practice or what do you know about Dr. Majors or what do you know about Dr. Majors and Joanne or our practice? And if they haven't, she says, here, let's do this. I'm going to send you a link to a couple of websites. One of them is ours. And I want you to watch the video of Dr. Majors and Joanne on the video talking about the kind of care we offer. The second one is Joanne's. And, you know, Joanne's been in dentistry a long time. She has her own career, but she is in the practice. It's like it's it is helpful for them to understand what's happening because I'm I'm of that nature that if we if we put the expectations out there, then we can actually measure it. If we never put that the expectation out there, we won't be able to measure it. So it's it's part of that thing where we'll say, you know, are you the kind of person that's gonna confuse passion with anger? And you know, they just kinda go like uh, and I said, the reason I ask you that is we're really passionate about what we do. He's extremely passionate about the care we provide. I'm extremely passionate about how we serve those people attached to the tooth. So when you think about that, if I say, did that patient just get out and they didn't get a post-op bag and they didn't get um, whatever, whatever, and I, I, I run out of the office, it's not about them. It's not, and I'm not angry. I'm passionate about it. I don't want that person to leave and not have the care that we have the standards to provide. I mean, that makes sense to you, right? Oh, it makes perfect sense to me. And also, it was interesting how you say if Allie or Ashley talk to them because it's they're the gatekeepers. That's exactly They're right. not going to waste time your time or Chuck's time with people that they haven't already done a little research That's on. That's exactly right. They're going to vet a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Because we want to make sure that who's ever coming in there and we're spending our time with, there's a true um, desire, That's a right. true desire to work for us. Right. We want it to be about us, working for us. It's not about, like I said before, I'm not interested in having somebody just so I can write a paycheck for them. That's exactly right. You know, when you say that, I think about the way, because we have, we're in a high traffic area, so we've got a lot of visibility. And so we'll have people that'll drop off resumes all yes. the time. And we talk about in our seminars, right, open armed. And anybody that comes by here, they're going to try to say, you, can, do you have a few minutes? Can I get you coffee or water? I'd like to see if Dr. Majors or Joanne or somebody's available. Because we do want them to know that that's the way we care for everybody that comes. I mean, we, we treat people the way we want to be treated which is with respect and kindness, even if it's a vendor that we don't do uh, business with. If they're out, pay, you know, hitting the pavement. I mean, I sold dental supplies for years. I, I don't want to treat those people negatively just because we don't do business with them. That's just not how we treat people, period. Well, think about like these people that show up. And I, if I could tell them one thing, you know, it's like it would be like do the research, know whose office you're walking into first. You know, like you say, oh, you know, I, and I'm okay with it. You, I saw you on your video. You know, you were, I mean, do a little research. Be smart. I mean, on both ends, I think it should happen. But what, what gets me is somebody takes the time to do a resume, and maybe it's a resume that maybe maybe they're not as, they're right brain and they're not left brain. So, okay, so the periods and the commas aren't in the right place. I'm less about that, right? 
if it's somebody who care who can take care and serve somebody, I mean, there are things you overlook when there's something else there. But when they walk in and there's the the periods aren't in the right place, the commas aren't in the right place, and it looks like the ink got you know drugged <laughs> down the left side, and on top of everything else, they're in a pair of you know athletic shorts and flip flops, and their toenails aren't done. I mean, I'm just being honest. It's like, what are you thinking? Well, and that's, I always say, the interview is the best they're ever going to show up. That's, yeah, there so you go. it's like we say to the girls, we want you to have first date appearance. Think about the time you went on your first date and all the time you put into looking good, smelling good, mm-hmm. your hair was done, your makeup was done. And then fast forward six months. Yeah. What are you doing now for that person? That's exactly right. You know, I want you to be first date ready, not only for those when you walk in for an interview, but I want you to look like that all day long for every patient that walks through the door. Yeah. So if they don't care enough. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. You know, we we go through ups and downs and, you know, one of our uh, agreements and it's it's an agreements that we put together years ago that the ladies that had been with us for years sitting around a table said, you know, these are things we want to hold each other to. And it's not, um, you know, I, I think about Paul, the protector from Cedar would be saying to me right now, Joanne, you can't really say that. And it's like, it's not that we say it, the team members say, here's right. what we like to do, right? We like to show up like we are we're we are in the beauty business i mean let's be honest we're in the beauty business so it's like if you can look like that on a weekend you know when you're going out on saturday night with your friends or your husband or your wife or your your significant other whatever if you can look like that then why wouldn't you do that now when you're earning the money for you to look like that then and i i that's always been kind of hard for me because it's like i don't i don't show up I may show up occasionally without my lipstick on, but it's on before I walk out of that office in there. It, it's kind of crazy, and and that's not. Uh, I, and I know somebody listening is going to say like, "Well, I don't understand." It's like we, you know, what we deliver, and our expectations are at a higher level. That doesn't mean everybody's have to be, but it does mean that in the interview do's and don'ts, you want to say, "Here are our expectations. We believe we deliver care at a really, really high level." To do that. You can't have other distractions. For me, a distraction might be how somebody looks, right? Yes, yes. It, you know, and whether we want to admit it or not, first impressions are lasting. Right. And you may not even get the opportunity with that patient if you don't walk in looking professional. Yeah. We always say professionally polished. That doesn't mean that you have to wear as much makeup as I do. No. But it means walk in professionally polished that's exactly right and I think about you know and and I don't remember who said it first years ago one of our iconic um you know mentors maybe it was Linda Miles maybe it was Naomi wrote I don't know who it was somebody told us years ago this thing about when you when you walk somebody in you know have a piece of trash sitting like that they've got to walk by and then walk out and see if it's picked up when you come back in right and and like a lot of times I'll go outside and put one like right by the door so they either walk past or they pick it up because I want to see somebody's habits when they're when they're in their natural habitat right we I literally worked with a, um, a surgeon that was a client of mine for a number of years and he would actually while they were doing the interview here they sent somebody else out to look in the car and I always think about that I think about that right now and every time I say that to you know team members I say you know we used to actually look in the car because that's your haven what does that look like because that's a reflection the truth is that's a reflection and I mean I'm not organized there's a big difference in being unorganized and unkept right 
Yes. You know, and it's funny when you say that, I, all of a sudden I thought, oh gosh, what does my car look like? And I thought, That's right. you know That's what? Right. <laughs> I don't have trash in my car. I just don't. It's just one of those things. I don't even like to leave a... I may have a spare can. set of shoes. but <laughs> <laughs> Or a blanket in the backseat because I am from Wisconsin, just saying. That's right. You can be stuck. That's, That's right. That's right. That's right. We're looking for a little portable fan that we keep with us here in Texas, right? Um, yeah, I think that uh, being able to share you know, those things with somebody in an interview, you know, our expectations are that we are continued learners, you know, uh, Chuck and Tony are both lifelong learners. And, you know, people don't always expect that when somebody's been practicing as long as they have, right? It's like, when you say, okay, last year, we did these courses. And, you know, when you say no, you really are going to have to keep your HIPAA in compliant, you are going to have to keep your OSHA up to standard, you are going to have to do this. It's a little, people are a little taken back. I mean, we regularly interview people and they'll say, oh, I've been pouring up models and, you know, doing, I did all that at our other office. I say, okay, so can you tell me a little bit about that process or that system? Because as you know, we are, we believe we hire people that are, um, have great attitudes. You hire for attitude, you train for success, and you train for success by having systems in place. You plug good people into systems. The system is what makes people successful. You know, we have... If you've got anybody with any experience, they all came with, along with that experience, was an idea that they liked that doesn't really work in your practice, right? Oh, you know, and it's funny because we were just talking with somebody and uh, she said, oh, I have years of experience in a dental office. And I said, but you don't have experience in this dental office because the way we do it, I know is different than where you what you did before right and so you have to come with an open mind you so really do. part of that interview process is how acceptable are people to change right because if they're resistant to change i can tell you right now it's going to be a hurdle for them when they walk in and i say this is how we answer the phone that's right well and at 36 years chuck will be practicing 36 years and like when we bought this practice four years ago i i was kind of in shock and we called the fourth and final and it was like a revolving door people came in people left people came. i mean i've got a, a name tag drawer up there and i stopped ordering name tags now <laughs> until after they're here nine days but what it's helped me do is be a better interview do's and don'ts and i think about how different it was and and that's where you know with people like ashley um who you know was in medicine and then came to us she's helped me construct joanne we need to tell them this because we do things so differently and i think about her saying you know i'm going to send you an email i want you to check your email i want you to open the email put a password in i want you to watch these three videos so she goes to the soft skills institute dot online goes to our online portal and she will have them especially if it's an admin person or if it's a clinical person she has them watch something on you know the t up or the transfer of power if it they're on admin she has them watch two of the phone videos and it's interesting because that's when you know like I, we can see that they logged in we can see that they've watched it if they still show up they're open to learning because they if we haven't trained them they're not doing it that way i mean nobody they go i can make your confirmation calls it's like well number one you can't because you just said confirmation and we don't even use that word right so that means to me like i'll go look in the vault and see and it hasn't been watched but i think about all the things we can do now to, to prepare before you or i or chuck or tony ever even have to walk in a room and it goes back to our final takeaway for today which is the question that I love to ask it's you know okay you know what we were talking to our podmaster earlier Garrett who is just a really really uh, brilliant young man and has done some really cool things and at 24 I find out that you know he owns a home and he's doing all these great things and I said to him what we say to people that we go to an interview and some of these people have been in dentistry you know 10 years I said what do you want to be an expert at in two years from now or we've been working together a year a year from now what do you want to be an expert at 
And he didn't even take a breath. Nope. Not even a breath. Entrepreneurship. 24. So what I think about is, is like, why aren't people who are going to have a career in dentistry or a career in sales in dentistry or a career in service provider in dentistry, why, why don't they take the time to do the research? Understand who it is you're talking to. Because it's not just about selling cotton rolls anymore. It's not just about all I got to do is sell this to make my monthly quota. It's about how do you build everything that we teach at the soft skills. It's about how do we build lifelong relationships. The people that have worked with us will still come back to us and say, you know, what would you do if it was this? I mean, I think about yesterday when we had the call with Paul and he said, I said something about a lady that's not with us anymore. We had to let her go for a HIPAA violation. And he said, it's interesting that she still wants to bring her family to you and I said it's not interesting to me I mean it's not it's not it's not surprising right right well and you know and I always take great pride in letting people know that when they do come in that our past team members bring their family and friends to our office for dental care that's right because it's about the relationship not the transaction it really is Kathy as we close anything else we'll see you on the road absolutely see you on the road thanks for joining us for this episode of spouse tales we ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions thank you to care credit helping get the care people want for themselves and their families cedar hr solutions the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave, bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road.